0: Hello world, and welcome to the next episode of the Expect to Win podcast. We are back live, man. I got the originator, I got the man himself, Mister Brandon Evans, man. Say what's up to the people. What's going on? What's going on? There it, it is, man. You've been MIA for a while, man. I got people asking for you, so now you got. I know you got a lot of stuff that you got to fill us in with. So, man, tell me what's up. What's been going on?
1: Uh, well, Raven the baby. Uh, you know, Lincoln's getting a little bit bigger and taller every day. Uh, I'm, I'm blessed to say that he sleeps through the night every night. Um, turned six months old a week ago, so that's been fun, all those little gross spurts. Uh, but he I, I don't know, because obviously he's my first child, and I don't have a lot of experience with other children, so I'm kind of wondering, do I have a really good baby or is he normal, <laughs> or, you know, I don't I don't really have that standard of, of what he is, but man, he, he's good all the time, he don't cry unless he's hungry, he sleeps at night, even last night we got him out of his little routine and stuff, and he still slept and did his thing, so uh,
0: man, all the horror
1: stories I heard about sleep have not happened yet, but. I know that stuff can change in a heartbeat. I hope it don't change. Well, that's considered a good
0: baby then because there, there's some that, you know, put you, put you through a lot just to, you know, get some rest. Or, you know, they just high maintenance. So if he's not high maintenance, then he's probably a good baby. Yeah, I
1: mean, he, he is doing his thing. Uh, sometimes, you know, he likes to be held. Uh, sometimes you'll be holding him and you'll think there's nothing you can do right, and then I'll put him down and he'll be fine. I guess if he could talk, he'd say, leave me alone, but we'll leave him alone and he'll do fine. Uh, So I'm excited to to get his his first season underway. Okay. uh, You know, obviously being closer now, him and Kelly can come to practice and uh, just be much more involved in the whole thing, so that'll be fun.
0: Right. Okay. Well, whose personality is he taking right now so far Um, that you can see?
1: I'm going to say he's a lot more like his mama. Uh, his mama is, is always, uh, let me think how I want to say it. Like, if we're in a room, she's kind of the the bridge. Like, I struggle sometimes, like, if I don't know you all that well, finding conversation with you. Uh right. And Kelly can always be that middle person that she can make conversation and make things a little bit easier. Like, last year she came and chaperoned prom, Uh. And she's sitting there having a full-blown conversation with Miss Squires. And I love Miss Squires to death, but I had never hardly talked to her. And we get ready to leave, and Kelly's like, who is that lady? And I couldn't <laughs> hardly answer the question. So I say that to say that Lincoln's got a little more, you know, he'll see you, and he'll smile, and he'll get excited. Uh, <clears throat> so he's a little more of a people person, I guess, than I am. So I'm going to say he's more like his mama. And I think I got as far as the looks, I think I got the first four months and now these last two, when I look at him, I'm I'm starting to see her a whole whole lot.
0: Okay. Well that that's that's a good thing. That's I mean, a good and, thing,
1: yes. She's got a, the good a, stuff.
0: Yes, that's a that's a good thing. Okay. Well man, listen, man, tell me tell me what else has been going on and was uh was everything else treating your work and in oh. the next part of life?
1: Oh, it's going well? It is going well. I am uh, I just finished up I'm next to my last semester getting this specialist, uh, so I'll be done with that in the summer. I got two more courses to take, and I'll be finished, uh, which is a relief. Uh, getting ready for these tests, man, these, these milestone end-of-course tests. I'm a, a staunch believer in the fact that they're not right. I don't agree with them, and I don't know who in the audience might, you know, have a, a take on that, but I hate them. I think they're unfair to kids. I don't like them at all, so it's kind of hard. It's one of them things where i got to kind of grip my teeth and prepare for it as much as I hate it. And then the try to be intellectual Let in me sit there and can just write out reason after reason as to why it's not good for teachers or students. Um, you know, and that may be a, a different topic for a different day. Uh, but that's the main focus right now at work. Is just getting these kids ready because I teach eleventh grade. They do take a milestone. That milestone comes from the state, so it's the same test that every school, or every public school in the state takes. Uh, and there, you know, the performance of these students it reflects the school, it reflects me, uh, it reflects our community. Whenever you're looking at things on a statewide level, so it. it it's pressure. I don't. I don't. You know. I don't. I don't get too excited about it. But it's very important, and I try to tell, you know, my students and players, if you can try to be good at things you don't like to do, you can more than likely be successful. If all you ever get excited for is the things you like to do, and the thing you like to do better be able to make you some money. Uh, right. You just you know you ain't gonna go too far. So I'm trying to I'm trying to get that ready. Uh, and that kind of leads into what I was going to talk to you about. I okay. I down to uh, Florida International University, FIU. A lot of people okay. say FIU or see it on the helmet. don't know what it stands for. But it's down in Miami. And I'm okay. talking like the Miami part of Miami, like one wrong turn and you might not come out of there. Miami.
0: <laughs> oh, um, that Miami. So
1: that Miami. Not the pretty one that you see on TV. And I was going to uh, say, you
0: was on the beach with all the, the, no, the umbrellas no, no, no. and... Oh,
1: okay. Miami <laughs> is about – the Miami I'm talking about is about 40 minutes away from Miami. <laughs> so – Okay. But I got uh, – and I know, you know, I've I've talked to you about him before. I got a kid that, that I coached in Brunswick and mentored him, and he, he actually stayed with Kelly and I for a little while, and we got to do some pretty cool stuff. He was a big recruit, big four-star offensive tackle. Um you know, we got to see a lot of cool things as far as recruiting goes and you know, that was that was a lot of fun. But nonetheless, uh he he is uh he's taken the scenic road to where he is now. He was committed to Georgia. He got in a little bit of trouble, so he went to JUCO. At JUCO he had another little run in uh and it ultimately kinda of landed him out of there but he sealed his talent, you know people still wanted him to come play. Uh, and he found a home down at FIU. He loves it. Uh, and I just I had to go see him. I hadn't seen him since we moved to Brooks, which was three years ago. Yeah. Uh, they were having a coach's clinic, so their coaching staff putting on a clinic. you have the opportunity to watch two practices. And I saw that as, man, I, I got to go. I can get out of school for the professional day. I can see him stay the night, come home the next day. So I went. Um and they're coaching. And today. not to not
0: to mention that you going to Miami, you
1: know. Right, 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 right. Um Well that's what I thought.
0: That's what I thought.
1: <laughs> Truth be told, I went down there, I ate out at of because I recognized it. I stayed in my hotel and I got up and went home. Uh, and and it's so hard, I wish I could go watch him play, but it's just for us to play on Friday night. Get to his game on Saturday and then home Sunday for a meeting. It just don't really line up all that well. So I saw this opportunity and I had to go. Uh, but I'm listening to their coach, their head coach, is talking, doing kind of a little intro before we went out and watched practice. Um, and FIU's coming off the best last year was the best season in school history. They're not historically very good. If anything, they're most famous. If you want to know who FIU is, go look up FIU and University of Miami fight. They were the ones back, I don't know, 10, 12 years ago, got in a big fight. Um, so anyway, he's talking about how the previous year, they went 9-3, best record in school history. Um, and this year they're sitting there and they lost kids to the draft. They lost kids to graduation. They were playing with a couple of grad transfers that ran out of eligibility. Um, and he said he could kind of feel the mood in his, coach's office that they didn't act optimistic. It was a little more of a kind of a, you know, woe is me type thing. How are we going to play without this guy? Who's going to do this? Who's going to do that? And he said he stopped them right there, and he said, guys, if I were to come in here right now and say that our roster consists of the the New England Patriots, you know, which is the best team in football, to the Super Bowl, if I were to tell you that that was our roster, would it change the way that you're getting ready to prepare? Would it change the effort that you're going to give us at practice? Would it change the preparation that you're going to put in both in your office and away from this building? Would it change the way that you talk about the program? Like if I were to do that, would it change what you're going to do? And he said, and if the answer is yes, if me saying, you know, we're going to have better players, it's going to change the way you prepare, then I need you to go ahead and get your stuff and leave. And that really kind of, that kind of blew me away, you know what I mean? Because he said it doesn't matter who you're coaching. It doesn't matter the talent level that you've got. You've got to do what it is that you've got to do. And if the, if the talent or the circumstance is favorable – And, okay, you need to make it as absolutely good as possible. But you've got to put the exact same effort. And he said, you know, I don't want to say you've got to put more effort because more effort should just be the standard. You've got to put the same effort when you don't quite have the players. And I thought about that kind of all the way home, uh, especially having been moved over to defense now where not only are the two guys, you know, the two guys that will play – at the position I'm coaching, graduated, uh, so I've got to raise up some new ones that hadn't done it. But then also, I've never coached it, you know, and studying it, and I know it, and I can talk it, but coaching it, seeing it, making corrections is a totally different game. And I'm sitting there, kind of thinking, before I heard that, I'm like, man, if how much easier would it be if I had Kendrick Wade and and Mike Mike,
0: yeah, you know, yeah.
1: but but the fact that I don't have them guys, and not only that, but you got guys that have pretty much played it about as much as you've coached it, that can't, you know, that circumstance cannot affect the effort and the intensity that I attack it with. Right. Uh, and it really, I enjoyed that. I like that. It kind of challenged me a little bit because um, it was, I don't want to say easy because I still tried to hold myself uh, to certain standards and expectations, but let's be real, real honest about it. Dion Fountain's not hard to coach.
0: Right. And then not people hard,
1: that right. listen know who that is. Uh, Khalid Humphreys was not hard to coach. Uh, it, it became towards the later end of the year when we had some freshmen really play, and they were not hard to coach. They were really good, and they were comfortable doing what they do. Um, and I can't sit there and just expect that to be the the norm every year. So that, you know, on, on that side of it, I was really reflecting on the way home. And then adding to it, I get back, and out comes the, uh, the EOC testing schedule. Talking about what I was talking about earlier. And, you know, these things last two weeks at the end of every school year. Um, and it, it's a – for those that don't know, I mean, you've got to be quiet in the hallways. Kids are in different rooms. The schedule gets altered. It's a totally different vibe at the school Big deal, real big deal. Real big deal, and the testing schedule comes out. And my test, I teach 11th graders. My test is May the 10th, which (laughs) is the day before the prom.
0: Now, the prom at any
1: high school is a really big deal, but at a rural community where they're not getting to dress up and do these kind of things on a regular basis, prom is like... A big because, deal. You know, this is a big deal. Like, we got kids that have been saving and planning for this since the first day of school. Right. And so I'm looking at it, and I'm like, I get really kind of, I get kind of bent about it. You know what I mean? It'd be one thing if I taught ninth graders, because the only way you go to is ninth graders if an upperclassman asks you, so that's going to be hit and miss. But juniors, every junior, can buy a ticket and attend prom. Uh, and, you know, you have girls, that go get their hair done the day before, uh, the fact that a bunch of the girls in the junior and senior class are going to miss. You've got boys that take it as an easy day. you got kids that are planning festivities after prom. So it's like the biggest thing of the year, according to the numbers, is going to occur the day before prom. And wow. I wasn't real happy with that. Like I was upset. I was mad. And then I kind of thought about what I heard in that coaches' meet, and then I asked myself, okay, Brandon, if the EOC was going to be May 3rd instead of May 10th, are you going to prepare differently? Like if, if, if you're going to take and the excuse, whereas their coaches were talking about not having as many good players, where I'm saying the test is the day before the prom, that shouldn't change what I'm going to do. That shouldn't change the way that I review the material. That shouldn't change the way that I approach my classroom because one of the benefits of having a class uh, for an entire year, you know, we have 55-minute periods that last from the first day of school to the end, uh, is I can get done early. So I was really done teaching the standards almost two weeks ago. You know, I kind of finished up. Uh, I cut some stuff short. I stopped teaching right there. Um, after President Obama is elected and the, the landmark that that was, that's kind of where I cut it off. And right. so I have time to review, and I've been looking for different ways to review and, and get them to kind of access that stuff that they were taught in September. And I really, really did have to kind of question myself and beat myself up that, yeah, there's a roadblock in this, but is it going to change the way I do something? And if it is, then I probably was doing it wrong anyway.
0: Right. Uh, I've really
1: been kind of on that lately. I don't, I don't care about – I did bring it to the attention of our assistant principals, and I, I kind of came at it from the idea that, hey, their head's just not going to be in it. That combined with makeups, you're going to have kids that just miss, and then your makeups are going to be more than you're used
0: to. You know, right. so we had
1: had some proposal of changing it. I don't know. I don't believe it's going to be changed, and that's okay.
0: It's not going to be changed.
1: Uh, yeah. Not.
0: So. Not. No, it's not changed.
1: And that's the and and like I said, that's that's kind of my. Okay, if you're going to gripe him on because you don't have really good players, then why do we need you?
0: Correct. If you're going to gripe
1: him on because of the day that we're given a test. Truth be told, you had a hundred and. Seventy nine other days, except for the ones where it rained hard. Uh, right. you know, you had those days and so I'm I'm really kinda I'm kinda on that. Um now that doesn't reflect any sort of satisfaction with a high stakes testing environment. But no. but uh you can't let and I'm telling myself this, you can't let some sort of obstacle determine what you put in
0: because as the you, at
1: the, you can affect what, what you can affect, and you've got to live with the rest.
0: True. Uh, Man, listen, as you embark, you know, and, and it's funny that I'm actually putting together a presentation that's kind of close to that, something that I have to go speak to the alternative schools about, um, and I start off by saying don't let currency control your character, you know, just because you get a lot of teachers, and, you know, sometimes when you get adults, they start saying, well, They don't pay me enough to do that. They don't. They don't pay me for that. Or, or you know, I'm not getting nick saving money, so I'm not going to do nick saving stuff. You know what I'm saying? If you, you know, your character should be you. Period. No matter who you're working for, no matter what obstacles in front of you, your character is you. And I know what your character is, man. You are you are owner. Uh, You you help paint the vision for the podcast. And what's the title of the podcast again? Expect the win. All day, so it, it it don't matter what time. So what it is, it sets you up because you do have to give the test on one of the hardest days in high school. Uh, that's possibly fine, but that means when you blow the scores, when you beat the 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 state average, then your satisfaction inside of you, you know, is going to speak volumes. Everybody else may not know that but it's just going to be a personal victory for you. So then the next years to come, it's just going to make things easier. You know, and it's just a setup. And sometimes you have those roadblocks that make things difficult at that time because I remember you really didn't want to teach this subject. So just to cap it off because you did, you know, change and put yourself in the mood and, and do all this to actually teach it, and now you're teaching it it feels like it ain't going to be there, that just means you're going to blow these scores out of the way. I mean, you just, you're just going to kill it and you don't even know it. Okay, so we don't need. ever think that, huh? I
1: said we need to, that's for sure,
0: yeah, man, you seem to kill it man when it when it's set up like that, man, and just as far as working with those players, man, that's my whole you know, I think that I've been doing that just about my whole coaching career, um, I mean, I think I've always gotten the rejects, I've always gotten the the less fortunate, um, and they may be skilled in this area, but not overall. And then all of a sudden, you know, with with that positive affirmation that I'm putting in them with with hard work, they ended up being some some valuable people, um, and that's just because I come in with the same mentality, man. I expect to win. I don't care how big you are. Well, we played the whole game, and I had a defensive line where nobody was 150 pounds. It, you know, I'm not expected to do a lot of things, and that that kind of fuels me. That's kind of what I like to like to push on. Uh, you know, I like proving people wrong. So. You know, yes, the, the people that don't really, they're not in the fire, like you in the fire. They don't know what the prom's doing. That don't matter to them. You know what I'm saying? You get to prove them wrong. So it's almost, you got to take it like a challenge, like you trying to prove them wrong. So just keep, keep fighting, keep doing it. Man, I know you're doing it. So I have no doubt, man. They expect to win all the way through, man.
1: All the way, all the time.
0: Man, all the way through, man. I mean, that's, that is awesome, man. But I, I like that, man. Just don't don't let circumstances, don't let currency control your character. Because at the end of the day, man, character is what you got to walk away with, you know. Really? Or when you leave, when you leave that classroom, whoever comes in there after you, they're going to have to follow up. You know, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Because your, your legacy is going to be in the room, you know. So there's nothing that the state test could take away. I mean, you know, your character has got to be what, Outshines everything else. No doubt, I believe in that. And, you know, and at the end of the day, and just being on that coaching staff and and being around other coaches, even though the players may not be you know University of Georgia talent, you know, but they could see how hard and see what you're doing and see the production that you get out of that, and that will speak volumes. People would know a player that's coached by you, you know, just by what you you know what you get, and I just think that I'm a I'm a fan of the coaches that are able to do that more than I am coaches that are able to manage talent. You know what I'm saying? The, those New England Patriots that you, you talked about, I mean, I just think that whole program is built on people that are not, you know what I'm saying, the the five-star recruit. They get mm-hmm. less talented people, but just teaching them how to work hard and what they want. How the many championships now? Uh, a lot. You know, so I just think that we got to change our, our mentality some, and I wish they would take some of the pressure off this test, but me and you both know that that's not going to happen.
1: No, it ain't. Uh,
0: that ain't gonna happen. So all we could do is just hey, stay low, keep our feet moving and try to figure out what we could do next. That's it.
1: I agree. Yeah. So that's don't let the, the circumstance uh block
0: your performance. There it is, man. But I know you gotta get ready to go and I ain't gonna keep you up, man, but give the people something, um, so that they could they could make it through the rest of this week. What you got for them?
1: Uh, how you do anything is how you do everything. Greatness is not one event that happens each and every day and every little thing that you do. Don't
0: ever forget it. Man, all day long, man. Don't forget, man. You got to be obsessed with your opportunity. Hey, listen, if you got it and hey, you got an opportunity to do it, do it. Don't, don't look for no money. Don't look for no extra attention and don't look for everything to go your way. You got an opportunity to do something great, man. You got to do it, okay? You got to do it. And then you just got to make sure that your character is what's shining and your character is what's pushing you. Do those things, man. You'll be great. Have a great week, man. Appreciate you, Coach Evans. We'll yes, get sir. You. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Expect to Win podcast. We would love your feedback to help us grow. You can reach out to us at expecttowin365 at gmail.com. You can search for us on Facebook at win, win, win. It will pull right up. We're also on Twitter. We appreciate your support. If you got us on podcast, go ahead and share us and like us um, and give us a few stars and let us know how we did. Thank you.